Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Chris Harding joins me up. Chris, what are you listening to? Um, when I was subbing on the early word this morning, um, that song popped into my head in reference to the Grizzlies' two losses in Utah. The back and forth, up and down of John Morant and not John Morant and Desmond Bain, not Desmond Bain. So I went with the um, the title. Their losses are like a seesaw. Shout out Aretha Franklin. Um, you did write the early word. The early word is an email that you can sign. I think everyone has to sign up for it. I think you got to be a subscriber, and it. Uh, it's a, it's a sprightly, conversational summation of the day's news, which you were filling in for today. You write that, and uh, it pops in your email box. When, when, did you, when do you write that? Do you write it, in the, when do you write it at night? Do you write it in the morning? When do you write that thing? When does it go out? Well, I write it because Bianca Phillips is on vacation, right. so I've only done it in the last couple of days, right, so summer. I don't know how she does it. Um, I, 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 on this one, like I, I started working on it in the late afternoon and spent a few hours on it and then some more on and off throughout the night and then got up early this morning and finished it up. So it's, it's, it's a multi-hour process. Definitely. Okay. You did say in it that you ate a cat Kit Kat for breakfast. Was that true? And I thought you didn't have, do you have Halloween candy? You were going to arrange to be out at Halloween because your dog barks at trick-or-treaters. No, we were home last night, so we, we got candy. Oh, uh, we yeah. didn't have that many trick-or-treaters, half a dozen or so. but So we had plenty left over. I did indeed have a fun-sized okay. Kit Kat uh, this morning while I was finishing up the early word. Yeah, one of my issues now, with and I decided to hide in my house with, with the lights off, was... If you're left with a lot of Halloween candy, it used to be that you could bring it to work. Well, first of all, if you have kids who would go to school, you could put it in their lunches or whatever. But I would typically, if I had a big bowl of Halloween candy, I could bring it to work. We don't go to work anymore. Like, I never went too much to work. I mean, a, a lot of people do go to work, actually. It's not, it's not, it's not the height of COVID anymore. A lot of people but do But a lot of work. people don't. Like, don't, right. don't, I don't. I still think a lot of people don't. I know don't. That people own downtown restaurants are still frustrated that more people don't. Um, I think there, yes, clearly some people are, are back at work. I was talking to someone at a law firm the other day who said, we, yeah, we, we took two months off for COVID and then we came back to work. We've been working in the office ever since. So anyway, all right. right. It, it was not a, uh, not a pleasant night for the Grizzlies last night. And so in the, is this something to be worried about, or is it simply a function of, uh, listen, they don't have two of their three best players and another of their, uh, you know, top eight in the rotation. What do you expect? 
Um, both, I guess, and to the degree you want to worry about, you know, a basketball game being lost. Right. Um, I, I think, I think if they have everyone healthy, they're going to be really good. I don't know how much you can depend on everyone being healthy all the time for for anybody. I think a lot of Grizzlies right. fans think it's like some special Grizzlies thing that there are injuries, but it's it's, a, it's the whole league. Um, so you can't just assume you're going to have your top ten players available every game. You probably won't have them all available for many games at all. I do think if they can get – I think the test of the team ultimately is Ja, Bain, Jaron together and maybe Ja, Bain, Jaron, Dylan together and see what that looks like, which looked great last year, but it wasn't for them very often. So I think, you know, I, I think they're fine if they have their core group together. Um, you wonder how often that will happen. But I also think they have less margin for error, at least at the moment, in terms of functional depth throughout the roster, which is a point I've been making since the summer, really. I think, you know, when they go to their 11th, 12th, 13th guys this season, at least early this season, right. um, it's, 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 a, it's a much more troublesome situation than it was a year ago. Yeah, I mean, last night we saw David Roddy play 29 minutes. You made a point about how many minutes? What, was Santi Aldama played how many minutes last night? And how many, like, what was the point you made on Twitter? Uh, they're sort of equivalent, totally, totally uh, not ready to play players. And yet one did not play and one is having to play. So Santi Aldama played 360 minutes total last season. Like all 82 games, regular season, played 360 minutes. David Roddy's at like 140 right now through six games and is on pace. He won't, he won't play this much. But right. in theory, he's on pace to play like 1,700 minutes this season. And I think that's, that's sort of a sign, A, of how many guys have been out, and B, that you're asking, you know, late first-round pick rookies, you're slotting late first-round pick rookies at a higher spot in the pecking order than, you know, a year ago you were slotting the same kind of player. Right. And it is interesting. I, I sort of, if you, whatever you think of Utah, and obviously Utah's six and two now, but like, you got David Roddy playing against, you know, what, you know pick your veteran player, Laurie Markin and Collins. These are lot, oh, lottery oh, picks you, who are tested, lottery picks who are playing for Utah, you know? If you look at that game last night, the best player, I'm not talking about in that game, but just generally, yeah. the best player on the floor clearly was a Grizzlies player and John Morant. But if you like rank them all, like the bottom was going to be very heavy with Grizzlies in that game. You, know, you, had, you had Roddy, you had Kitty Chandler playing in the rotation, right. even with both the other point guards available. I mean, you had Tillman, who's like a marginal rotation player. You had Aldama, who's off to a nice start, but like hasn't exactly firmly established himself. You have Conchar, who wasn't doing much. And, you know, Utah was bringing plenty of guys off the bench. Utah was bringing guys off the bench better than John Conchar and Sato Dama, who both started. And so that's, so that's what you get. Defensively continues to be an issue. Now, it was last year when they struggled defensively early in the season. A lot of people are pointing out, hey, they were 9-10 and 10 last year. I don't really care that they were 9-10 and 10 last year and resurrected themselves, except to the extent that uh, every team has good stretches and bad stretches, but the fact that this team is sort of you know, a little struggling at the beginning, that doesn't mean it'll go with the, follow the same trajectory as that team. Why last year were they struggling defensively, and what happened to right them? I think last year it was, I mean, it's sort of, it was somewhat hard to pick apart, but to me last year it was a lot early on about Ja and about Stephen Adams. I think Stephen Adams either I don't know whether it was a it was a combination of sort of getting used to the system and the other players, or whether he was having some kind of physical thing that people weren't really talking about that slowed him down. But John and Stephen Adams were getting lit up last year, 
like in pick and rolls and everything else. And if you go, if you went back early in the season, I wrote about this at one point and started really looking at play by play. Okay, what 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 went wrong here? What went wrong there? Like the common denominator was those two guys. Um, I, I think you know they sort of got themselves together a little bit better uh, structurally, and I think they can do the same. I think coaching has a lot to do with defense, and so I, I think you know I, I think that they can just tighten up what they're doing and and everything. But I think there's much more of a talent issue on the defensive end for the Grizzlies right now. And to a degree, that's going to be correctable because the best, best defensive players set in street clothes. But I also think there's just less defensive talent on the, in the rotation this season. In terms of health, what, what, let's review very quickly. When, when, do you put the, what, when do we expect Jaron back? Oh, I don't know if we have an expectation. I mean, I, I, my, my guess, the, my, my guess is Thanksgiving. That's the over/under I've set, and we're only November first right now. Right. I mean, based on based on their public timetable, you know, Christmas is the far end of it. I, I think the indications are it'll be a lot earlier than that, and so I see more of Thanksgiving. But based on their own established timetable, it could be two more months. Okay, Zaire. Uh, they have said four to six weeks, and that was started, you know, a week, right, ago, like a week so, ago. Yeah, Laravia was just ill again, I presume. Like he's whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he plays against Portland. That was just seeing right. the blue. Desmond Bain. Who knows? It's an ankle thing. They have not made it sound like, you know, it's a day to day thing. I think he was even questionable on the on the injury thing, or maybe he was doubtful. But there has not been a injury report. Desmond Bain will be reevaluated in two weeks. There's nothing like that. So it sounds day-to-day on him. And then Brandon Clark and Steven Adams both left last night's game. Uh, uh, Brandon Clark with a finger, Steven Adams with a jaw. Um, so who knows? I, you know, I guess who knows? Yeah, and these right? are the kind of things where, like I had people on Twitter last night saying, you know, we, we, they need to reevaluate their training staff and all this kind of stuff. Like a jaw injury and a finger injury. Right, right. You know, I mean, Jared Jackson, like, you know, like had a foot fracture in the offseason, and, I, you know, I just don't, you know, things happen. I'm not that worked up about it. Um, all right. Uh, one of the interesting things is, in terms of teams that we expected to be good that are good, well, we had a caller recently who called in who said, listen, there are three teams that are really good that scare me, or the Grizzlies, you know, might struggle with. They're Milwaukee, Boston, and Cleveland. That's what he said, right? He said the West is, no, you know, no one's good in the West. And uh, it is kind of interesting that the Grizzlies are struggling, I guess. They are. They're 4-3. and three. But so is everyone who's supposed to be good in the West with the possible exception of Phoenix, who was – and some people wondered if that was toxic. What do you make of the wild scene in the West? Well, I mean, it's still so early in the season, and I'm not saying that in right. the sense that these games don't matter because they matter as much as any other game that's going right. to happen. But it's still so early in the season that, like, Grizzlies are struggling, but like three days ago, no one thought the Grizzlies were struggling. <laughs> right, right. Um, and they've only played one team in those three days. Played them twice, but they played one team and right. without without Ja, without Desmond. And so, like three days ago, everyone was triumphant. The Grizzlies, like you know, let's we, let's plan the parade route, and now it's like let's panic. You know, that's just sort of the way it goes. Um, I think things are still sorting itself out in the West. I think the West. My feeling going in was that there are lots of good teams in the West that were tightly bunched, that, but that the very best teams were probably in the East. Um, I did not necessarily include Cleveland at the tippy top. Cleveland sort of usurped Philadelphia, and that sort of triumvirate right. I thought would be, you know, in the East, it was going to be the best teams. But I think the West is still sorting itself out, and I think there's going to be lots of volatility all season, but I especially think there's going to be lots of volatility going forward relative to what the standings look like now. 
like Portland may well be a lot better than we thought. And Utah, if they decide to not blow up what they have, may well be a lot better than we thought. And but I don't think this is what the standings are going to look like. You know, I, I think right. Golden State's going to be fine. Um, the Clippers, I'd worry about a little bit, but I think you're going to have you're going to have a lot of competition for those top six spots. You have some good teams that don't that don't make it that are end up in the play-in. And the Grizzlies are as much a subject to that volatility as most of these other teams. If Utah decided to ride with this, like, what do you do if you're Utah and you're Danny Ainge? Like, you just don't want to be winning six. You don't want to be six and two. You just don't. Yeah, I, I I would be looking to trade definitely Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley. Um, to me, those are the easy ones. Um, I'm not looking to trade Laurie Markinen unless somebody makes me a huge offer. Right. I think he can play the long term. Oh, and Kelly Olenek, I'd be looking to trade him. I, I think, to me, I look at who can be a part, who, who could still be on this roster in three years. And like Laurie Markinen, Colin Sexton, those guys, maybe so. Jared Vanderbilt, maybe so. Right. So I'm not as eager to trade those guys, but I'm, I'm definitely looking to trade Mike Conley and Jordan Clarkson and uh, Kelly Olenek. And if that means, like, you know. What are you doing, Malik Beasley? I'm a lottery team instead of a play-in team. Well, I kind of want to be a lottery team anyway. So, yeah. What are you doing, Malik Beasley? Is he on which list? He, yeah, he's sort of on borderline, but I'd be looking to move him, too. Yeah, I think. I don't see Malik Beasley and Colin Sexton as good fits together long-term on the same roster. Um, all right. Uh, what do you think of Miles Turner saying on a podcast on the Woj Pod? Miles Turner of Indiana said, "If I'm the Lakers, I'd take a hard look at it." Meaning trading for him. <laughs> well, it's odd. I just can't remember a public conversation like that with a player about an active trade rumor before. So I think it's, and I'm not critical at all of like right. the question or the answer, but it's just it's unusual. Um. And I don't know, like, in terms of league rules, I guess he can say whatever he wants. Like, right. you know, I, I, um, GM can't say that, I, I but he know, can say that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would question him at this point from a Lakers perspective. I just think they're too far gone. I don't think, sorry, Miles, I don't think you're going to move the needle that much, you know. I, 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 don't, I don't think the Lakers, the Lakers want to compete for a title with LeBron James. I don't know that they're desperate to be the nine, the nine seed instead of the 10 or the, or the nine instead of the 11 or whatever. I just right. don't think it means that much. All right, Chris, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Thanks. Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.